This is Puck Here, New Zealand's hockey podcast, with your hosts Logan Swinkles and Joe Jury. After a very intense week, I finally got my buddy back. Hey, Joe. Hey, Logan. It was, uh, it was interesting doing a show without you. Yeah, it, it sounded really good. So I was hoping I was going to actually get invited back. Um, <laughs> I was I was, I was joking when I said, you know, thank thank God you were gone because I, I, I would never actually try to get rid of you. No, it was, um, it was a, a long and testing nine days on the road with the ACC. Um I, I feel like I've done a tour of Nam and I've now got kind of PTSD and but I'm and kind of re assimilating myself to normal society. Um so it's good to be back doing this. So cricket season must be must be almost all wrapped up for the year or for the season. Uh as we're recording this on a Tuesday, we've got a game tomorrow mm-hmm. and and then a game on Saturday and then we're done. That's it. And we're, I'm back. I'm back full full life. Good, because um, I was getting a little... Uh, it was getting hard having you double time me or a little bit like that with the ACC. I, I know the ACC is a bit more bigger time than uh, this little hockey podcast, but um, it, is, it is good to have you back. Uh, I'm glad that you enjoyed that podcast without you. I was interested to see what your thoughts were. Um, it's, it was a lot more um, knowledgeable. <laughs> with you and Sam on it, then I think then, that was all Sam. <laughs> <laughs> then with me on it, um, but it was really good, and you guys absolutely nailed it. And um, the reverberations of that podcast still continue to this day. Oh yeah, boy, does it ever! You know, we've had um, yeah, we've had people from from the NZHL contact contacting us directly. Um, the cool thing is, they actually you know quite favorable. I was worried that they'd be like, "Well, you guys are just." I know. Obviously, we were trying to be balanced. Sam probably more so than myself, because um, of you know our affiliations with um, Jez Brown and Slapshot. Mm. Um, but you know, they said, "Yeah, great podcast." Just they sort of dressed as the misinformation or the speculation, and I was like, "Well, we did try to get the information out of you. It wasn't made available to us." I, and I know at the time there probably wasn't too much to tell us. Um, and things have obviously developed since then. Maybe there's a bit more of a plan and strategy in place. Um, so Anatoly uh, Korosov, who is the new NZHL digital director, he's reached out to us. He wants to come onto the show. We're sort of just we're organizing that. Uh, Gunther Virgil, who, as you may be aware, the NZHL uh, champions trophy is named after him, the Virgil Cup. It's named after Gunther, the NZHL president, and. Um, as well as the vice president of the New Zealand Ice Hockey Federation, Steve Reed, who you might you might recognise that name. He's he sort of floats around with the he looks after a lot of the New Zealand teams. And um, whenever I'm in Queenstown watching the Sun Stampede, well, Sky City Stampede, I should say, uh, he's always there in the stands as well. Great guy. He's always very welcoming whenever you come into town. So so they're bringing out the big guns. Yeah, they're they're, bring, they're, they're not sending in just like <laughs> the intern. The entire basic executive team is coming. At us, well, yeah, they they want to come on the show, and I guess they want to address, um, you know, a lot of the uh, the stuff we were raised and sort of make fans aware of what what they are actually planning to do this season. So we'll do a follow up to that episode, um, probably next, next week, maybe. Hopefully next week. Uh, still waiting to get confirmation. If not next week, in the very near future, along with getting uh, Justin Daigle back on to to recover the lost podcast tape i've had a couple of people um from the admirals actually hit me up and be like yo when's uh when's daigle coming on because you know we really wanted to hear it and uh, well it, it exists in a different dimension yeah as as john mentioned two weeks ago something about fringe and alternative realities um but anyway what the hell happened at the oscars uh, yesterday did you see all that go down uh i'm i feel bad for warren Beatty. warren Beatty got completely screwed by faye Dunahay done away on that situation because he had this look on his face of shit this is wrong i know it's wrong i need some kind of confirmation that this is wrong i'm pausing i'm getting a bit stressed out and she was just like hurry up and read it old man yeah, yeah and yeah. then she passed it he passed it to her as in hey help me i know this is wrong and she just went la la land <laughs> and every and then there was that oh that cringy like 
humiliating speech that that guy did and you're like oh no oh no see i the cynic in me i'm not always like this but the cynic in me thought almost straight away that 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 was a setup um like basically like a, a political move by the oscars to address the you know, trump no 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 oh. no the whole like hashtag oscars so white uh, right. thing that happened last year and i kind of felt like if you know la la land won all the big categories that that whole thing would come up again you know you'd be like yes yeah, you had all these great black artists and and movies nominated but you obviously didn't regard them high enough amongst the academy to actually give them the awards yeah now obviously you had uh you know what's her name viola davis you know she won best best supporting actress yeah best supporting actress for fences and um aside from that uh you know you, you had the cast of hidden figures you know presenting an award um which i th- can't remember who that was too but hey kiwi got an oscar so that was pretty cool yeah, and australia tried to claim him I, no, it wasn't Australia tried to claim him. A freaking ABC News called him Australian. Oh, okay. Uh, like they posted a link on, on their Twitter account and they got slammed so hard There's for nothing it. New Zealanders hate more than being mistaken as Australians. So true. And apparently we are actually on our own continent, not not part of Australasia. That's right. Yes. Yeah, so, was it Ze- Zealandia? Yeah. <laughs> Which is, I, I like the thing that came out a few years ago. Um, was it New Zanada? And it was like New Zealand and Canada. And I was like, I wish, I wish that was actually a thing. <laughs> we should definitely team up with Canada. I think so. I think we should become uh, like a, like a island or a province of Canada. That would be awesome. How awesome. And then we'd have the sexiest prime minister ever. <laughs> we would, cause it wouldn't be Bill English. No. <laughs> um, speaking of politics, uh, living in the, do you live in the Mount Albert uh, electorate? No, I'm in. Uh, I think I'm in Tiata Tiata Two or Waitakering. Okay, Tiata Two maybe. Uh, um, as we we record this podcast in Mount Albert, and I am in that uh, electorate. So I did vote in the by election um, this past weekend. Did you vote for Abe from Fakamana? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, and I definitely did not vote for that freaking uh, socialist who. Basically, if you ever saw his billboards around the around the place, he just basically wanted to bring communism to New Zealand. Uh, no, I voted for Jacinda Ardern, like basically everyone, yeah. um, because I think she's awesome. And I hope one day that she actually becomes our prime minister if New Zealand doesn't happen. Well, I saw, wasn't there um, one news put out a, um, oh, a yeah. bug and it had it put her as um, Labour leader? Yeah. So they kind of foretold the future, perhaps. Yeah, I wonder how uh, Andrew Little felt about that. <laughs> he was probably, oh, yeah. No, that probably is a good yeah, ring to yeah, it. Yeah, that's, mm. uh, that's going to work, actually, yeah. better than me. Yeah. <laughs> All ang- angry Andrew. Um, but, yeah, this this uh, podcast doesn't really want to talk about politics. And no. I'm sure people will be like, hey, stick to sports. So that's exactly what we'll do. So trades. Trades. A lot of trades went down today. Like, it's... It's ridiculous. You know, normally you'd think trade deadline day, uh, which by the time this podcast goes out is the day of uh, March 1st. And just so much happened. I know it was. And you can just feel for TSN Sportsnet who are going to be doing those eight hour long shows where Anna, the Anaheim Ducks have traded a sixth round pick for a minor league player <laughs> who hasn't played in the nhl yet yeah uh, there might there might be a bit of that um there's a few big names remaining uh the biggest one of all so far would be matt duchene do you, do you but think wouldn't you say the biggest one would be kevin shattenkirk oh no because he got traded just before the show yeah we, we i know we i we were meant to record this yesterday but then uh we didn't um so we are coming out a day late, day later than normal, but it, that actually has probably worked out for us because all the trades have already happened and we get to talk about it now, which is awesome. Uh, yeah. So Shattenkirk has gone to the Washington Capitals, which is a, it's a, um, pushing the chips all in kind of move from them. Well, I mean, it's, I feel like for the caps, uh, it's good for my TAB account as well. If they win. <laughs> oh, that's right. Cause you went for them, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I've, I've gone with San Jose and so far they've done nothing. Um, but yeah, it's the caps 
as you said, all in. Uh, they probably should have been, uh, and, and they probably have been for the last few years, and they've just kind of stumbled, um, you know, with, within the first few rounds, which, you know, everyone wants Ovi to get a cup. I'm sure we all want to see that, whether you're a fan of him or not. He's just kind of one of those players, like, even, you know, he'll always make the Hall of Fame, but just, you know, he's got to get that cup at some point. And he, he wants to do it with Washington. I think he's one of those players that, he should spend his whole career there. Yeah, I think wasn't he signed to like twenty eighty five or something? Yeah, he's there. He's there for life, basically. Like Crosby, he's he's a penguin for life, and I think Ovi would be a cap for life. And he definitely wants to bring uh, their Stanley Cup to to DC. Although, if they want it, do you th- well, I guess probably because they're the Washington team, they're probably obligated to visit the White House, aren't they? Well, I mean, Trump and Putin are great mates, so and Ovi and Putin are pretty close so <laughs> i think they would kind of it'd, hap- it'd have to have happen a good little three-way handshake it'd be great <laughs> i love uh i know i know like snl must be just so happy with the way things are going at the moment because you know not only are they having like the best ratings in such a long time but just the characters that they're bringing out like obviously you know melissa mccarthy with her sean spicer impersonation impersonation um i'm not sure who who it is that does the Putin one, but the Putin one is amazing. Really, really good. Always, always comes out without a shirt, all greased up and just gold chain. Yeah. (laughs) It just looks like, uh, you know, the meme where he's like riding a shark. (laughs) That's what he looks like. Um, and, and then of course you got all Alec Baldwin as Trump. Although I kind of think they're beating that one uh, to death. Yeah. Everyone's waiting for the, there's rumors of Rosie O'Donnell doing, um, the Steve Bannon. So no one, no one's seen it yet, but because apparently Steve Ben is the guy behind the scenes pulling all the yeah all the strings or whatever. Um, but yeah, they are in a massive purple patch for <laughs> satire comedy at the moment. Did you see the one from a couple of weeks ago where um, what's her name? I think it is it Kate McKinnon. Kate one- McKinnon played uh, Kellyanne Conway. Con- yeah, yeah, that was weird. Weird, and she like snuck Very in, dark. snuck into that guy's house and tortured him. If you haven't, if you haven't seen it, I, I guarantee you should look it up on YouTube because I mean, any of them are hilarious. I think the Sean Spicer um, uh, parodies are the best. Yeah, <laughs> that is, it's, it's so good. So good. There was a great tweet where someone said, uh, Sean Spicer is going to get fired because all Trump sees now when he looks at him is Melissa McCartney. <laughs> I was, Maca- I think I was saying McCarthy. My is bad. it McCarthy? Uh, maybe it's McCartney. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not the Gilmore Girls fan here. <laughs> No, uh, I thought my girlfriend might have called us out on that one, but no, <laughs> apparently not. Uh, anyway, yeah, so Shannon Kirk's gone to the Caps. Um, it literally, it just happened pretty much at the time we recorded this podcast. So I, even, I haven't even looked to see who they got, what happened there. Just uh, a couple of couple of prospects, a first round pick and a conditional second. So maybe that conditionals of them getting to the player, getting to the finals or winning the cup or something like that might go upgrade to a first. Well, I'm just uh, I'm just trying to check up with the uh, TSN trade tracker on the on the app right now, um, but I have oh yeah so Washington they got Kevin Shattenkirk and Phoenix Copley 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 that's a pretty cool name that's a yeah. cool hockey name he's he's played it I I saw a game where he played one game in goal when Jake Allen was on his rehab oh that's yeah okay I recognize that name now actually I think. Um, I think he featured sort of very briefly in the uh, the Epics documentary series when they followed the teams for the uh, Outdoor Classic games. Um, and then so the Blues got Zach Sanford, Brad Malone, a 2017 first round pick and a 2019 second round conditional pick. Uh, so that was the other big one. We've also got all um, shitbag Alex Burrows going from Ottawa to Vancouver along with the Mumps. Yeah. <laughs> Which is weird. So if he is sick... Well, he's not what we'll get to this. We'll get to this soon, but uh, I don't believe that he is one of the ones confirmed to have mums, but he could be a carrier though. Yeah, exactly. And it is, you know, of such a highly contagious disease. Um, So Ottawa got Alex Burrows and potentially the mums while Vancouver got Jonathan Dalen, who is a 19 year old prospect. Haven't really heard too much about him, but he, he has, I think it's Darlene Darlene. and he's the son of Ulf. Ulf Darlin? Oh, Remember yeah. Ulf Darling? He played he played for the Sharks back in like the nineties. Um but he's one of their one of their best prospects, which is a big 
price to pay for um, shitbag burrows. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and but all I've seen on Twitter is basically everyone applauding the the Canucks for this one. And Jim Benning did good. Yeah, for once. Um, so Vancouver Canucks fans, uh, this is probably about the only time we'll applaud your team. And they've signed the sins of signed them signed burrows to a two year extension as well. He's thirty six years old, so he's going to be like what, yeah. What was it? Two point five per. <laughs> That's he's not worth that. But I have uh, got Matt Martin. My must be so excited. Yeah, Matt Martin's going to be licking his chops and Morgan Riley as well to... Just get in his face. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be amazing. I can't wait for that. The Battle of Ontario just got a lot better and it was already improving a lot. Um, the one the one trade that kind of almost trolled the the NHL Twitter sphere this week, uh, today actually, was the J-Ben trade. But it's not Jamie Ben. It's I mean, his. It's his little brother. Not so exciting. Geordie uh, Ben. That, I can imagine that would have freaked out a whole bunch of people, <laughs> especially when it was for Greg Patteron in the fourth round pick. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, "What?" <laughs> They're like, "You'd think um, you'd think Dallas would have got the house for that one." The good thing about that is now that when you can watch when you watch um, Dallas Stars games. Because for some reason, for the Ben brothers, they didn't put... Because obviously, they're like both J's. One was Ben and one was J-Ben. No, both it? of them were just Ben's. Oh. So, it was really annoying because I like having the brothers have like J or like when the stalls used to... Yeah, when you Jordan. had all three... When you had three stalls playing for the Hurricanes. Yeah. So, but <laughs> they just had Ben and Ben and it was really annoying. You're like, oh, 14 Ben. This is 24 Ben. I guess Geordie Ben had that huge beard. So, you could kind of tell the difference, but... I'll enjoy watching Dallas Stars more. Without oh, just 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 knowing yeah. that it is Jamie Ben. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then of course the big one, the big one here, um, at, at least for my team, is the is Toronto uh, getting Brian Boyle for Byron Fraser and a 2017 second round pick. I'm pretty happy with that. It's good news for the Leafs and like for you because it kind of signals they're going for it. They're not. Well, no, yeah, I don't think they. Well, I mean, they've based. We're not going for it, but if they, they've basically going to try and get in the playoffs. They're yeah, not just going to. They're coast. committed committed to making the playoffs rather than trying to, um, not and you know get like another high draft pick uh, in the lottery. But it definitely addresses one issue, which is that horrific fourth line uh, centered by Ben Smith. But hopefully for not any longer. Yeah, goodbye, Ben Smith. Yeah, uh, and so he's. Hope to he should be joining the team in San Jose, uh, potentially to play tomorrow um, or today when this podcast goes out. So that will be sweet, and I cannot wait to see the end of Ben Smith. Uh, I assume they'll probably now send him down to the Marlies, and we'll never see him again. Yeah, or he'll get picked up on waivers or something and go back to Colorado. <laughs> well, I guess uh, you know, really, what do Colorado have to lose at this point? They could. I wonder if they're. I wonder how close they are to like the worst record in the history. They've got to be close. It's uh, historically speaking, it's one of the worst seasons ever. Uh, I saw um, old Jeffler. People might probably know him as a Maple Leafs blogger uh, for the for the Leafs Nation. He did a great tweet uh, about the Brian Boyle trade, saying uh, he can chip in points, he can win draws, he can drive play, he can drop the mitts, and he's gigantic at six foot six. Babs will love him. And then our buddy. Who's I? I think he's our buddy now, James Myrtle. Said, "Love Babs is going to propose." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Babs loves his giant six foot centers that can win faceoffs, yeah. which is weird because he had this. He seemed to be about the only one who was a fan of Ben Smith because he said that he can win faceoffs, but he was doing he was a doing terrible a job. Shitter in the weekend. Yeah, uh, and I remember a few games ago there was one where because of his he lost the face off and it directly like he pushed the puck towards the other team and the other team picked it up and scored off the face off and there was all of him losing it and i was just like fucking just ben smith he's just his play has been driving me nuts the last few games uh so yeah he'll be gone and now arizona um arizona and minnesota seem to be trade buddies at the moment yeah they put off well two kind of one two, was two kind of one yeah, yeah one was just a paperwork i guess kind of thing because timu polkinen who was a quite a big uh red wings prospect for a while mm. um 
went to Minnesota, started the year, didn't really do anything. And so he got sent for future considerations, which is basically nothing. Yeah. I wonder what, what does that mean? Basically, I think I heard someone say that eventually, so you can, it can be anything, but then two, two years down the road, if nothing's happened, it just becomes nothing. <laughs> so you, so it could be a pick, it could be a prospect. It could, or it could be nothing. So, so what happens there in, in that instance do, um, do Minnesota say, is it Minnesota that have to drive that and say, Hey, we want this Yeah. or, okay. And then eventually they'll just go, we don't want anything. <laughs> what, I mean, at the moment, what, what do Arizona have to offer? Um, now aside from, uh, Polkinen, um, going to Arizona, um, uh, they also said goodbye to Martin Hansel. Yeah, um, and like he was the big. How Montreal didn't get pay that. I mean, it was a steep price, a first, a second, and a fourth. But like Montreal need another big centerman, and like their time to win is now. So why would you not give up a first and a second to get Hansel and Gretel? I mean, I don't really know what Bergevin is thinking half the time. I don't even know if he really should have fired Michel Therrien, but... Maybe do you think he thought he had had, he had that trade with the Stars and um, already sorted, and he, th- he actually thought, he looked at the paper and he thought he was getting Jamie Benn? <laughs> and so he was like, I don't need Hansel anymore. I'm getting Ben, but I can't do it until tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and then he woke up and went, oh, fuck. Yeah. It's Geordie again. Yeah, yeah, he like he wakes up, uh, he re- he checks Twitter in the morning, and he's like, Montreal acquire Geordie Ben. No, no, I said Jamie. I wanted Jamie Ben. And he's like, oh, fuck's sake. And then he's like calling up Nashville. Hey, um, is, is it too late to um to get Subban back? <laughs> yeah, so I don't know what's happening there, but hey. Uh, so Hansel obviously... Got a bit of a price there. So they also sent away um, Ryan White and a 2017 fourth round pick uh, from Arizona to Minnesota. And in turn, Arizona got a 2017 first round pick, a 2018 second round pick, a 2019 conditional fourth round pick and Ford Grayson Downing, uh, another another young prospect there. Um, I saw on Twitter today, there was a, there was a video of someone interviewing old uh, Shane Doan uh, afterwards, after the trade happened and it just seemed lost for words. He wasn't happy. Yeah. Don't worry. You're going to go somewhere. So I don't know. I think Shane Doan is, you know, he's been pretty adamant that he's a coyote for life. Okay. Don't want anything then. (laughs) Maybe he just wants to, um, he just wants to ride it out and wait and then relocate to uh, Portland or Seattle and then. I don't know. I think he. I think he's going to retire at the end of this year. You reckon? So now I, it's your time, Shane Doan. Yeah, I guess he doesn't. Yeah, I guess it's not a priority for him. And then another big one. This this is kind of what really got the ball rolling. Uh, was was the LA Kings acquiring Ben Bishop uh, from Tampa Bay plus a 2017 fifth round pick, uh, and sending Peter Buda the other way and Eric uh, Koenig. Sunik? Koenig? And a 2017 seventh round pick and a 2017 conditional pick. Not sure what that what that is yet. I'm sure that will come to light later. Well, it probably already happened, and I'm too too fucking lazy to find out what it was. But hey, um, yeah, I was a little bit surprised about that. Obviously, I think the move was primarily because um, Quick is back, but I think they're a little bit worried that um, get him burned out too fast because they need to make the playoffs. Yeah, and because uh, you know because he he was off for such a long time, he'd been off since uh, October. Basically, he'd been out the whole season. Uh, and I guess they're a little bit worried that potentially his groin might not hold up because of his playing style. Yeah. So now they can roll out two number one goalies each night, <laughs> which is pretty crazy. And it wasn't, it's that, not a crazy amount of, it doesn't always work out though. Yeah. You know, that, that idea doesn't always, it sounds great on paper, but a lot of the times um, it doesn't seem to work mm. out. So they basically got the world USA world cup, two thirds of the USA world cup hey, goalie they did, team. They do too. Uh, yeah. And then and that went out. That went pretty well. Well, I don't. I don't think it was a goalie's fault. <laughs> <laughs> no, team, team USA. They're pretty good on the goalie front. It's uh, other places they have to worry. Um, but I was. I, I think Peter Budai. And one thing you can't. That can't be forgotten here is, man, he has kept. He kept the Alley Kings in this for the, the whole time he's been out. 
Yeah, so no. I think Tampa must be pretty freaking stoked to get him as a backup goalie to um, now backup uh, Vasilevsky. Yeah, and it's, it's good for him because he basically re, re kind of invigorated his career yeah. this year. So Cause he's, um, ba- he's bounced around a bit. He was with Montreal for a while. Colorado, I think. For yeah. So he'll out of this, he'll probably get a contract for next year and to back up Vasilevsky if he wants to. And, and it's not a massive price that LA paid because they weren't going to bring back Budai next year. No. And that other guy is like a, he's a young sec, uh, second round pick in 2015 or something. Yeah, yeah. Defenseman. So it's not bad to get a support for Jonathan Quick. Yeah. Um, we were actually hoping to have a good good friend of the show, uh, Jonathan Hawks, who works for the Ontario Reign, which is uh, the Alley Kings AHL affiliate. We're hoping to get him on the horn, but he's busy drumming up season ticket holders for next season so hopefully we get him on next week and we can talk a bit about this but i know i think he was he seemed a bit excited he he was trolling fans a little bit on twitter today over the uh the ben trade he just i think he just said uh ben to habs and left it at that what a good man <laughs> and i was like you evil genius <laughs> uh and then earlier a few days ago we also had um Chicago doing deals with Detroit. Now Detroit and actually any NHL team, I why do deals with Chicago? I just don't help them. No, exactly. Don't, don't help, help them. them. Yeah. They've they've fucked themselves for their salary cap, so just let them let them crash and burn and drive off a cliff. <laughs> uh so Detroit um got a 2017 third round pick in exchange for Thomas Yurko. So Solid. I think. Um, I think Chicago did well there. Wee. You did quite see them. Yeah. How do they get away with this? Wee. And then uh, a couple of days ago, also Anaheim got Patrick Eves from Dallas. Yeah, which was a, a good pickup. Uh, paid quite a lot. Mm. Second round pick that becomes a first round pick if they make the conference finals, not even the Ooh. Stanley Cup finals. So, um, but uh, what do you think the chances are of Anaheim doing that though? Well, if they get through the, if they get through out of the division, so they've got to play like either, basically well, they, San Jose and, and Edmonton, yeah. I guess would be in the way. So, do they beat? I think they beat Edmonton. Yeah, I think I don't they think might they beat San Jose. No, though. I think that struggle against San Jose. Be a good beard off though between Patrick <laughs> Eves and Joe Thornton and <laughs> oh, Brent uh, Burns. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, oh, that was such a perfect time for me to use a soundboard as well. I didn't even have it loaded up. <laughs> it's such a shame. Um, yeah, that's pretty much been it as far as the trade goes. Uh, there should be, there's probably going to be more by the time this has gone gone up on iTunes. But, you know, as we said, Matt Duchesne is sort of the big fish waiting there. You've also got Jerome McGindler. I'm kind of hoping that a team that has a chance of winning it this year maybe picks him up and you know we have that storyline of like the the vet who's never won it and this is his chance and like you know he had his chance with boston he had his chance with the penguins and you know it, it hasn't worked out uh i don't know why he thought it would possibly work out with colorado uh obviously it hasn't uh so yeah i i hope that a team out there gives him a shot i guess we'll see um i know I've seen a lot of people out there in Leafsland hoping they pick up uh, Brendan Smith from the Red Wings. Yeah, I I reckon who they should pick up is Johnny Oduya. Oduya. I do. I do. I do. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've always wanted to do that joke because <laughs> he's he's thirty five. He's a really solid veteran defenseman. He's won two cups with Chicago, or maybe one. Um, and he'd be so, perfect on that second pair with Jake Gardner or maybe on, with Morgan Riley or whatever um, to kind of just help solidify that top four, get <laughs> Connor Carrick out of the top four yeah. and get Polak out yeah, the fuck oh out of there. God. <laughs> <laughs> the day Polak is not on that roster anymore again, uh, and, and this time like it's got to be for good. Like how they got two second round picks. They need a Polak out of him. I don't know. Polak spray, spray, spray and walk away. They need to be <laughs> spray around the ACC so he doesn't come back. Now, there's also Evander Kane is a question mark out there. I don't think Buffalo actively trying to get rid of him, but he's a possibility because um, I guess he kind of hasn't he hasn't really fired too much for them they haven't really gotten the player they thought they were going to get no maybe they more got the uh, player who finds his suit wet in the shower <laughs> yeah so he's 
who would be good? Where would a good destination for him? I mean, everyone's always talking about Boston and Vancouver, but Vancouver ain't going to trade for him because they're probably on the outer. Yeah, well, God, I mean, who ever knows with Vancouver? They probably think they're in. They probably think they're hopeful, but <laughs> yeah, you don't know. Um, and Evander Kane is not the kind of player that I think a rebuilding team goes for. I think it's a uh, the kind of player that someone who's going for it might. And I think uh, I would love to see him on like the Panthers. That would be exciting. Oh, he could get into some massive trouble in Miami. <laughs> he, Just probably, think about it. He probably could, but I would also hope that people um, like James Reimer might kind of like tell him in line, you know, be like, oh, look at my, look at my cute kid. Wait, when you hang out with us instead of the strippers in Miami. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then aside from that, you've also, you know, you've got some old names in there. Like you've got Carl Quincy, you've got Thomas Vanek. You already mentioned John O'Doya. Um, another question mark is Lennis Gog from the Avalanche. I don't, I personally don't see the Avalanche trying to get rid of him because he's just bright young talent. Why would you want to split him and uh, Nathan McKinnon up? Yeah. And he's their captain and has been basically since he entered the league. Um, the only reason you would do it probably is if you can get that big stud defenseman. Yeah. Which they need. <laughs> Badly. <laughs> or a goalie, for Christ's sake. Yeah, what what happened to Vilamov? Like, he just blew uh, his groin out to 17,000 pieces because he played about 100,000 games in a row. Mm. Um, so, yeah, they need, a, they need a defenseman. So, Landis Gog for Jacob Truber. That could work. Now, there's also a couple of... Um, just just to, in, to wrap up the deadline talk here, is there's a couple of goalies uh, in the mix as well. You've got Yuroslav uh, Halak from the Islanders and you've got Marc-Andre Fleury from the uh, the Penguins. Now, I kind of always thought if I was the Vegas Golden Knights, if I am McPhee, uh, Fleury is someone I'm targeting at the expansion draft. Mm-hmm. Um, so, be inter- I, that's the other thing. I'm really interested to know... Uh, like when things start coming out with all the details, once the deadline day has passed, is what kind of like backroom deals were done with with the Golden Knights, so that they'd be like, you know, the kind of thing where they do a deal with the team and be like, oh, we won't take this player, you know, kind of, th- you know, I, I'd, I'd really want to hear that kind of stuff. Yeah, the tell all of um, expansion draft hands off kind of deals. Yeah, because like- he's got a. If you're Rutherford, you you ba- you don't want to lose him for nothing because you have to. expose him basically so you've got to trade him either now or at at the the draft draft. yeah um so it's very interesting he would be a few i where where are calgary are calgary in the playoffs uh i don't believe so i'll look at that but i know that they're um desperate for goaltending because uh the whole brian elliott experiment has not worked out well for them so i mean flurry for elliott with some other, with, I feel like HF boards. <laughs> Flurry for Elliot plus plus. Um, <laughs> so like, and then Elliot can back up uh, Matt Murray in the playoffs if anything goes wrong because he's he's a solid veteran goalie. And then he, and then he moves on. Calgary in the first wildcard spot right now for the West. So if they do want to do a push, um, Flurry would be a good goalie to yeah push them on through, or even the Blues. I mean, because I know the Blues have sort of, you know, obviously they've parted way with Shattenkirk. But I mean, the Blues are another team that they've kind of been on that playoff bubble for a while. They make the playoffs. They either get out in the first round or maybe make the second. And then they uh, met by the Ducks or the Kings or the Blackhawks and they destroy all their hopes and dreams. And I still feel like like the Caps, they they got to go for it. Yeah. Yeah, Fleury, like, but they've got Jake Allen. They have to, they have to stick with Jake Allen now. Like, if because Fleury's got another year on the contract, so it'd be Fleury and Jake Allen. Well, I mean, and then unless they Vegas, I would trade Vegas Jake. Him. I would trade Jake Allen purely because of those freaking horrendously ugly goalie pads. <laughs> <laughs> like that's something that you make up in that'd NHL heart, great, you know. It'd be a great press conference. Uh, so we've traded Jake Allen. Um, for nothing, we just wanted to get those pads out of our face. We get those pads out of there. <laughs> uh, we don't even get future considerations of nothing. <laughs> uh, another y- and and just one young gun that uh, will be interesting to see if it sticks around with the Arizona Coyotes is uh, Anthony Duclair. Um, really, yeah, he really dropped off the map. He, his rookie year was amazing. I know, and then I guess they kind of thought 
having him in Arizona with um, Max Domi, that that might sort of fire things a little bit. Um, but obviously, you know, the Coyotes, there's, there's a lot more problems than just that. But, uh, you know, I, f- I feel like the Coyotes could get a, a pretty good return for Duclair. I reckon you are right. And it possibly <laughs> could happen. I guess we'll see. And Very the, soon. And it's the, like we know something. Yeah, we yeah. <laughs> as if we do. Uh, million, millions of uh, kilometers away from the um, actual epicenter of where all the shit is happening. Um, but then, of course, Cody Franson as well with the, with the Sabres. Does he, does he stay there? Does he come back to the Leafs? What does he do? Like, it's just, there's so many questions there. Or just, you know, does he stay? Right hand shot defenseman. Everyone loves those. Yeah, pre- they, you know, you'll pay a premium for the, for that kind of player these days. Uh, but yeah, so we've still speaking of the trade deadline. That is when um, our athletic giveaway is going to end. And my, thank you to James Myrtle, <laughs> who gave us a little props yeah. this week. He was like, "Hey, these guys in New Zealand who love hockey are for some reason giving away a subscription to my website." So you know, fist pump to these guys. Uh, and we got a lot of entries from that which yeah it was really yeah it was really and a lot of them based in toronto yeah which is great obviously uh if if they're following myrtle for his work uh but no very very cool um sort of you know really appreciate getting any kind of exposure being you know just a couple of dudes down in new zealand talking shit about hockey um so thank you very much myrtle and he was like hey i'll one day when i'm in auckland i'll buy your beer and i was like well actually i'm gonna be in toronto in november so I'll take you up on that offer. <laughs> I'm going to be there earlier then, so I'll snake you. <laughs> these, these puck year guys are yeah, everywhere. Sh- like, <laughs> why are they? I thought they lived in New Zealand. They're fucking here in Toronto more than in New Zealand. Have you got much planned um, for that trip yet? Um, I don't plan things. You let like Kirsty do all it. Yeah, she's taking the reins of that. I'm kind of just. I have some. I have hockey. The Hockey Hall of Fame is where I want to go. <laughs> And at least try and get to a game, but probably won't be able to. If um, you, um, I can hook, I can potentially hook you up there because I'm a, uh, I'm a member of Leafs Nation, and uh, when I when I lived in Toronto, it was always quite hard to get tickets. But for some reason, we always seem to luck out. And as yeah, being a member of Leafs Nation now, I've noticed that they actively push uh for like game day tickets right so they do keep aside um a bunch I, a very limited number uh, obviously but they keep aside some and they'll blast out leafs nation sort of like early afternoon saying game you know there's still tickets available for this game uh i'm not sure if it's like an exclusive link or anything but you know i'll just i'll forward them to you when i when i get them kind of thing and hopefully you can get to a game that'd be awesome yeah. it'd be playoffs so that'd be next level as well <laughs> yeah you probably because what are you going in april uh we will be there april 6th 17th okay so the playoffs would have started baseball season week. will be just starting too so, yeah so, so if if the blue jays are playing while you're in toronto i highly recommend going to a game yeah that's the plan to see the blue jays number one kind of it seems like the, the most possibility that we'll be able to do yeah and um it's hard to know if the rap i mean because uh now kyle lowry is out for the season with a wrist injury having to get surgery so who yeah. knows what happens to the raptors if they make the playoffs even but- though he played in the all-star game <laughs> I never watched that. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so you're going to Toronto in April. I'm going in November. So see you there, Myrtle. Yeah, Myrtle. Uh, anyone else? Um, because of that, because of him, because of Jonathan Hawke's tweet uh, about our Steve Dangle soundboard. You know, we actually we've had a few Toronto fans. Um, and just fans from Canada in general hit us up and say, "Hey, you got a new fan here? Love it!" So really appreciate that. Um, being uh, just a couple of dudes in New Zealand, you know, it's it's nice to hear that we actually maybe have potentially have some reach outside of this little island nation of ours. <laughs> outside of this little sweat box. Yeah, oh, yeah, boy. Um, now, because our last episode was an hour and 30 minutes, that was it, it was actually longer and I trimmed it down <laughs> a little bit. There were, there, were, there were a few things that I was like, okay, let's, yeah, let's, let's move it on and um, try and cut this down. This one, we're not going to do that. Um, trying to stick to this 45 minute duration. We'll see how we go. See if people like that duration a bit more. It's a bit quicker. It's a bit snappier. So we literally only have about five minutes left here. 
so we mentioned the mumps, the mumps, mm-hmm. the mumps, the muppets, the mumps, and uh, it's it's making a comeback after being around during the 2014-2015 uh, season. That was ridiculous that year because it was just I think it I think it started in Anaheim. Yeah, or Minnesota. Something the, I I read something that Francois Boschman blamed the Blues. He said St. Right. Louis started the outbreak, and then of course they <laughs> said no, it was Anaheim. Uh, but you know, irregardless, a few teams got hit with that. Uh, you know, Sidney Crosby was probably one of the biggest casualties. You probably remembered that photo that went out on Twitter of his his swollen cheeks, little and it, chipmunk. Yeah, <laughs> and you know he was out for a little bit. Yeah, so the Penguins, the Blues, the Wild were hit, the Ducks, the Devils, and um, I think right the Rangers had one lone case in uh, Tanner Glass. Poor guy. Um, it must suck to be the only dude on your team to get mumps. Why is it mumps? Why in New Zealand is it mumps? I'm not in the NHL, is it mumps? It seems I, so weird. So I was looking this up today and I found some old articles on the 2014 case. And there was one from BBC UK, which why were they <laughs> writing about the hockey in the first place? Although very cool. Uh, I think they were speculating that it's the, um, they were like the saliva, like, dropping hits like you know when they smash each other and right. like, they think kind of sweat and saliva might kind of exchange there's the whole water bottle thing so it's probably a few practices like that that probably caused it which you know for the most part uh you know they've gotten you know it hasn't been a problem in the league at all until now and uh, as far as i'm aware um so troy stitcher who was, was the first one to get it this time around and you know it was believed that chris tanev and, and nikita Trampkin. Trampkin? Thank you. Sounds like Tremadol. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for bailing me out there. Um, Along with uh, Mike Shepard and Marcus Granlund uh, had all shown symptoms. um, But uh, I believe the only confirmed case was Stetcher. So there was the Canucks. They've started it all off. And now today it came out that uh, Minnesota Wild have been hit with the mumps again with uh, Zach Parise and Jason Pominville out, which basically two of their biggest names. And I saw that Ali Kings tweeted a screenshot uh, from the game saying saying that, and uh, they tweeted, this is fine. And I saw a few fans kind of lost their shit about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not good for um, for the Kings, because if they get the mumps and like they're trying to get in the playoffs, they are going to be kind of screwed. Well, yeah. when the, one thing, the one thing I found weird was I, the first thought I, heard, I had when I found out about Minnesota was, okay... Um, all the players they just traded? No, I, I was like, okay, when did they last play Vancouver? Right. And it was February 4th. So who knows how that even happened? Um, but yeah, I, I've personally never had the mumps before. Uh, obviously, I you know, when I was a kid, I had the measles, mumps, rubella. Um, shot. Shot. And I don't know. That seems to have served me well. I've never known. I don't think I've really ever known anyone to have mumps. No one close to me anyway. What about you? I had them as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Now I know it's I've really bad to get as an adult. I think I've heard. I heard yeah. it can make you sterile. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of sterile NHL players out there. <laughs> so uh, I wonder if Sidney Crosby uh, still wants to have kids or not. <laughs> well, we need to get him down here and have sex with some one of our oh, netball players. We're not, no, we're not getting into this again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> one quick thing I noticed um, with with doing this podcast now, I kind of. I'm like you as well. I've fallen so far behind on listening to the other hockey podcasts I listen to. Uh, I'm so far behind. I'm trying to catch up on Dangles, who they now seem to insist on having two hour episodes, mm. almost twice, like almost two hours, like every twice a week. And um, so that, it's quite a commitment as much as I love the show. It is quite a commitment. And uh, there's also a few others. there, you know, the athletic podcasts. And there was one idea that Dave Alter floated on one I listened to recently. And he has this idea of revamping the playoff format where instead of what you have now with the wild card and you have the eight teams from each each uh, conference, just have the top 16 teams make it. And the top the team with the best record picks their first opponent. I, I've heard this idea before as well. Yeah. And I think it's fucking amazing. I think it'd be quite cool. How good would that be? A TV event where say who is first like Washington gets up on oh, stage so it'll be like the all-star game where they yeah, yeah. so <laughs> Ovi walks up on stage and goes we the Washington Capitals would like to play in the first round the 
Calgary Flames. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, why did and they you, pick them? And oh. you, cut, you cut to a shot of like Sean Manahan just being like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and but then it's all those storylines of, all oh, they, they picked them because they didn't think they were good and they're the underdogs. They can come. <laughs> it's, a, it's a really great idea. The tra- Like the travel thing would be a mindfuck <laughs> of having the Eastern teams having to travel over. Yeah. No, I, th- I think logistics might kind of um, take precedent over that. And I think, uh, you know, that might influence a lot of the, the decisions. If that format ever happened, it probably never would. I don't think the, I don't think the NHL would really mess with the format again now, uh, now that they've got the wildcard system in place, which is shit. Yeah. I mean, it works for other sports. I think like it works for the NFL, but yeah, I'm not so sure about hockey. No. Uh, baseball obviously also have it. And, I'm very, very happy because baseball is back. I just wanted to very quickly add that in there. Spring training has started and games are now back on TV. So I'm very happy. When So when does the season The season starts, start? Uh, the season always starts like the start of April. Right. But you basically... Have a month of preseason. Yeah, you have a month of preseason. And for the most time, you only get a few of the big names. And it's usually just the prospects. And, uh, you know, and the guys in the, in the minor league team is sort of trying to like duke it out and prove... They're, they're worth making the team and you know it's it's really exciting uh blue jays not doing so well so far but hey early days it's preseason yeah exactly Who cares? <laughs> it, yeah it, it doesn't mean anything obviously like it's just yeah it's it's a good way to sort of test it and i, I love how the teams they have their jerseys but um most of the teams uh you know they don't put the players names on them they put numbers but it's not the usual style number that they have for like the actual team jersey it just looks like this shitty pressed on kind of like very generic number like they've just sewed it out the back kind of like thing. a jersey you'd buy from um a, do- a, a dodgy, a, a dodgy mall in a in west auckland selling all these amazing nhl and nfl and nbl i've seen mlb i've shirts. seen that there was even there was one in st luke's for a while and yeah. it was selling uh yeah nfl jerseys really cheap and i was like mm, okay yeah <laughs> uh NHL jerseys, but harder to find. Actually, speaking of which, I was at uh, Rebel Sport the other day buying some shoes. And for people that don't know what Rebel Sport is, it's basically where bandwagon fans go to buy their shit. And I was I was buying shoes and I saw this kid wearing... He was wearing a Stephen Adams jersey because, of course, you're a Kiwi. Yep. And he was buying a LeBron jersey. I was like, what the fuck, man? Like, <laughs> that was just like... What's he going to do when they meet in the conference finals? I, I hope I hope he's just buying the LeBron jersey to burn it. That would be pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but that's uh, quite a waste of money because, you know, the jerseys aren't cheap here. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> I remember Real Sport used to, way back in the day, they used to sell NHL jerseys. It was like the starter jerseys. And right. I think that's... That's when I got my very first hockey jersey. It was like the Pittsburgh Penguins one. The one that had Pittsburgh written diagonally, diagonally like, yeah. like the Rangers jerseys. Yeah, the black and fully black with... Was it a home or away? I I think it was their... I think it was their... No, it was their third jersey at the right. time. It would have been their third jersey, I believe. And then, yeah, so I had Pittsburgh and it had like the old Penguins logo on the shoulder. Um that was like such a prized possession of mine for a while, but I wish uh, I wish Rubble Sport got back into uh, stocking NHL stuff. As far as the NHL stuff goes with them, uh, they have hats, but again, it's the it's the bandwagon teams. It's Bla- it's the Blackhawks, the Kings, and is a few Ducks hats in there. Yeah, but they're really ugly. Oh, the dude, the Kings ones. Are, oh, there's one that's like the Kings logo is in this kind of like gold like it's all gold treated and it's got the stars and stripes and it's like a denim hat and i'm just like what self-respecting kings fan would ever buy that not a kings fan no it's someone for the fashion yeah yeah although i I would argue that that hat has no fashion qualities to it at all um yeah i think we should probably wrap this up here there's god there's so much i want to talk about i love it that um ever since the very first episode so we have this google doc where we put everything in that we want to talk about we never ever get through it all and the one question that has been on there from the start is what are you watching on netflix now i feel like this is something that we could probably talk about for ages and we want to wrap this up so let's talk about it next week let's continue to tease it there's continue to tease it uh also the nintendo switch comes out uh in new zealand on friday um costing 548 dollars which 
pretty high and when it doesn't come out with a Mario game at launch. So will you buy it? I'm going to wait until apparently the Mario game is sort of slated for like Christmas. And I think I'll sort of wait to see what the initial reaction is like. Um, I would love to get it because I'm I'm on a huge Nintendo buzz at the moment. I've got I my can see it right over there. Yeah, I've got I've got the little uh, mini uh, Nintendo Classic, and uh, I also have my Nintendo 3DS, which I've been jamming a lot of Mario, Super Mario lately. But to end this week, uh, we've got this really awesome uh, rap song by Ottawa-based rapper SVDVM. Uh, which is it's all about Austin Matthews and his four goal debut. Uh, the song originally came out in November, uh, but the music video came out uh, a week ago and it's kind of been blowing up a little bit. I was, I, I think it's going to get viral potentially. We'll see. Um, we'll post the music video later this week on our Facebook and Twitter and everything. Give, give the guy a bit, a bit more love. As far as rap song goes, I like rap songs. I, I actually really like it. Obviously not a huge rap guy normally, Neither, and this is pretty, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's and it's not just some kind of gimmicky song. Like, yeah, they you know he actually does. They do quite well. Uh, he's brought in a couple of other MCs as well to help him out. And um, I mean, yeah, not a huge rap guy as I said, but I really enjoy it. Enjoyed it so much that I downloaded it and made it my ringtone, which. I don't think my girlfriend liked too much, but hey, <laughs> you, you evil, evil man. Uh, looking forward to the next time I get a call from someone. I might just, I might just let the call go, so just I can let it go to it. voicemail. Yeah, just so I can enjoy the song. So yeah, this is uh, this is the song dedicated to Austin Matthews, and uh, we'll be back next week. Cool. Puck here. It's New Zealand's hockey podcast. Subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or with your favorite podcatcher. Follow the guys on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Puck Here Podcast. I'm like Austin. I'm a first show profile. It's bad bitch front row. Youngest in the league. Yes, I'm balling. It's not spalling. I'm icy bitch. First that will make you act a fool. I'm in a die with my crew. I'm on the street and I ain't stopping out. These other guys can't hang. 19 in the jail and I ain't sitting on the bench. We're the same. Hard work the paid. Pretty much a millionaire. You niggas ain't getting it. Pretty much a millionaire. You niggas ain't getting it. Pretty much a millionaire. Hit him with the throw like Austin Matthews. Don't push me, homie. My shoot. Shy too drunk, he's a drink too much. So I had to give her the boot. Met the game, I stuck in my drink, yeah. Cause I sip in my juice. Break from the box and cross him over. Toe dragging and shoot. I feel like Austin Matthews. Teenager getting all this fucking new. I feel like Austin Matthews. Life good now. We put it off for new shoes. Feeling like Austin Matthews. Hit the six and I'm about to know me in the six. I feel like Austin Matthews. Run the six. Run the six. Yeah, run the six. Like Austin Matthews. Austin Matthews. Austin Matthews. Hit him with the four like Austin Matthews. Austin Matthews. Austin Matthews. Hit him with the four like Austin Matthews.